Hey, Rope Droppers, we want to thank our amazing sponsor, the Rope Drop Queen herself, Michelle McKnight. She's an independent travel agent affiliated with MEI Travel and Mouse Fan Travel. We have used her on a number of vacations and can't speak highly enough of her services. If you are thinking about a Disney vacation, she's the one to talk to. Her services are completely free. Disney pays her after you travel. And she has a wealth of knowledge that has saved us a lot of time and money. So check her out on Facebook at Rope Drop Queen or email her at michelle.mcknight at mei-travel.com. Now, on to the show. Helping you navigate the Disney parks. With the hope that it will be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. You're listening to Rope Drop Radio. Welcome to another Rope Drop Radio. Derek and Doug here talking all things Disney. And today we have a really fun episode. We've been talking a lot about some of Doug's races and we've been getting a lot of questions about Run Disney events. So we are going to welcome to the show a Run Disney expert, Donna Milligan. She is also a travel planner with MEI Mouse and Travel from California, Missouri. Donna, welcome to Rope Drop Radio. Thanks, Derek. I'm happy to be here. Awesome. And you've run over 25 races in the Run Disney events over the last few years. Is that correct? Yes, since uh, 2010. All right. Well, Doug, how about you run through a little bit about the Run Disney experience? I know you've done a couple lately. We've had a lot of people listen to those episodes, but this isn't a new thing with this running craze. It has been going on for a little bit, hasn't it? Yeah, the Run Disney's been going on for a little while, but in the last few years, they've really added a lot more events. Um, just looking at the events in the order they're coming up, you have like Tinkerbell Half Marathon in Disneyland, a virtual running shorts through the summer, Disneyland Half Marathon in August, September, Disneyland Paris in late September, Wine and Dine November at the World, uh, Avengers in Disneyland in November, the Walt Disney World Marathon Weekend, that's kind of the one that started it all, um, that's in early January, January 3rd through the 7th this year. Uh, and then you have the Star Wars Light Side at Land, Princess Half Marathon at World, and then the Dark Side back at World. So there's the year at a glance calendar-wise for Run Disney. So you can see there's a ton of different races that kind of appeal to a lot of different people. Um, and you have to sign up for them way in advance. It's one thing we'll probably talk about a little later on. you got to be on the ball to sign up. Each weekend has kind of its own special challenges and different things that you can do to earn extra medals or special medals or commemorative medals. And there's definitely merchandise to go along. But Run Disney is a, definitely a different way to do a race. They have 5Ks, 10Ks, halves, fulls, the whole gauntlet of races. That's it in a nutshell. Do you feel like I covered that whole nutshell? Well, I, I, I looked it up. It started in 1994. So what are Ooh, we getting now? It's a while ago. Yeah, it was. Yep. Uh, before I really started running, that's for sure. Uh, one of my favorite stories, though, that I ever heard from the first run Disney event is that they forgot about porta potties. And so I don't know if you guys have ever <laughs> ran. I still think that's hilarious because I, I have run yeah. a half marathon. I know you guys have. So uh, they've been learning and they've been getting better and adding yeah. to it. Uh, so, uh, Donna, with over 25 uh, races, you have a pretty good experience. So can you tell us a little bit about some of the Run Disney events you've done from maybe when was your first one compared to what have you been doing lately? I'm sure you've done some of the fun ones, too. Sure. Um, my very first Run Disney event was the inaugural Wine and Dine in 2010. Mm. And that was when it was still a nighttime race. And it was offered the first weekend in October, 
which I like because I'm a warm weather runner. I don't like to run when it's cold. So training for those that are in January and February are tough for me. Um, my second one was then the Walt Disney World half marathon uh, in January 2011. Um, I ran that one with my husband, which was his one and only half marathon. Um, my daughter actually ran the uh, wine and dine inaugural with me too. So uh, I've competed I, in several of them from 5Ks to all the way to the Dopey Challenge. I have did that one time. And uh, once was enough for me on that one. But So for those that don't know, what is the Dopey Challenge? Okay, the Dopey Challenge is during Walt Disney World Marathon Weekend in January. It starts out with a 5K on Thursday, a 10K on uh, Friday. Saturday is the half marathon, and you finish up on Sunday with a full. So, yeah, aptly named the Dopey and uh, there's also the Goofy, which is a race and a half, right? The, the full and the half. That's correct. I did that one once before, too. So it was, it was a good experience, though. Um, you know, right now, I'm, I'm kind of slowing down a little bit, partly because of my travel planning business doesn't leave as much time to train as I'd like. Uh, so for the last couple of years, I've just been doing the mini 10K during marathon weekend. So which one has been your favorite out of all of them that you've done? Uh, I like, actually, my very favorite run was the year I did Dopey. I, I ran with some great teammates. I had the best experience of my life, and I didn't um, have any recovery issues. So I trained well for that one. Now, Doug, I'm going to ask you, what about you? What was your favorite? You've done a few of them. Uh, you have any follow-up mm. with one that you've loved the most? All, I've done three. I really like the princess uh, because you got to run through the Magic Kingdom. Um, that was definitely missing from the Star Wars dark side. We did the other three parks, but not the Magic Kingdom. So it just seems like you're missing something really special. When you're doing Run Disney, you want to go through that castle. Um, so maybe the princess and then the fact that it was like 5% men. So I was kind of the oddball, which I'm good with that. I like being the odd duck. Well, you guys have both done both Disneyland and Disney World, and that's a question we get a lot because you do. You want to go through the castle. You want to experience the parks. I would assume, who never running any of them, uh, that Walt Disney World would be better. But what do you guys think overall? Would you prefer, especially those maybe first-time wannabe Walt Disney runners, uh, would you go down to Florida or out to California? Personally, uh, you know, I prefer Walt Disney World, but there are advantages to going to Disneyland. If you don't like to get up as early, definitely go to Disneyland first. They, you can stay even at a Disney hotel or you can stay off site and still walk to the race start. And afterwards at the finish, you can walk back to your hotel. Whereas at Walt Disney World, you're going to have to get up earlier, catch the bus transportation or drive yourself. And you'll just have to leave a lot earlier. So that's, you know, not as favorable, especially, like I said, for beginners that don't want to get up early. Yeah, I kind of like uh, the similar thing. I like World a little better because they have so much more space, their starting lines and their finishing areas to have more character meets and to have more special things. You're not as crammed into one little area. Um, so... Yeah, the tightness and compactness of Disneyland is great for getting there, uh, but also half the race for their half was you're just running through Anaheim, and it's not exactly the most gorgeous setting for uh, 10 miles of your life. 
So I kind of like that about World is they're in control of what's going on. Granted, it's kind of swamp and uh, forest and empty vastness, but Disney is in control and they entertain you pretty good. I also agree with that, too. I mean, where else can you run through four theme parks in one race if you do a mm-hmm. marathon? So it's it's pretty exciting to see the entertainment along the route. On the dark side, that we went through a wooded area, and they actually had the sound effects from the Battle of Endor and Ewoks, you know, screeching and all kinds of laser blasts flying over us. It was foggy. It was still dark when I went through there. So it was, like, quite frightening, actually, because I couldn't see what was happening, and I felt like I was getting shot at, but <laughs> it was pretty cool. Yeah, sounds cool. I have not, not did any of the, the Star Wars races. All right, well, take us through a typical race weekend for you, uh, especially with a lot of first-time runners. I, Doug, you actually surprised me when you said you have to get up at 2 a.m. to start getting ready to get over there, and that alone was like, eh, nope, I'm out. The only, For the record, the only Disney race I have done is the Castaway 5 Key, which is about my style, getting off the ship and running for real quick and then getting back on uh, to change. So there's that's that's the amount of experience I have. But what is a typical weekend race look for you guys especially when you're traveling the first thing that you know you have to do is is get to the expo pick up your race bib um and do some shopping you know they always have uh race specific merchandise that's there as well as lots of vendors so if you need extra gels or uh, a foam roller and to get out all those tight muscles after your race they're always there to to, to purchase um, then after I've been at the expo, I usually, you know, meet up with some friends, either go to a theme park for a while or, or go for an early dinner. And you do have to get up or go for an early dinner because you got to get to bed early. Um, Doug's right. You get up at 2 or 2.30 in the morning and get ready to catch a bus and get over to the start line. Um, and then, you know, after after the race, of course, you know, you want to go shower, clean up and then eat, you know, especially on the mm-hmm. longer races. You're hungry. You, you need to refuel and, and get ready for the next one if you have one. Um, I don't recommend and I don't usually like to um, go to the theme parks all day long every day because, you know, you need to rest your feet and your legs and of course, I'm a pool person. So if the weather's warm at all, I'm gonna you're gonna find me at the pool relaxing. Yeah, my race weekends couldn't be any more opposite because of who I'm married to. She doesn't understand the word relax. So um, she would. I I have to remind her we we need to go. We can't be at this theme park anymore. And like so, uh, but we try to do more attractions where you're off your feet a lot. Um, a lot more shows. Um, Definitely the day before the race or Hollywood Studios rather than Epcot or Animal Kingdom where you're walking a lot more. Um, oh, Don, do you find staying on property at Disney World a big advantage during race weekends or have you ever stayed off property during a race? I've never stayed off property during a race, but I don't usually rent a car when I'm there. So I rely on Disney transportation and seeing the traffic that's yeah. trying to get to the race starts, you know, I wouldn't want to be driving in it anyway. So I, I definitely recommend staying on site. Yeah. I've heard people that stayed off site talking about having to get up earlier just to get like beat the traffic to, you know, line up for your corral. So yeah, on-site, I think, is paramount during race weekends. I don't know that you can stress that enough. 
That and I, you know, I'll give a plug to MEI Travel and Mouse Fan Travel. We have great group rates for uh, all the Disney races at Walt Disney World. So you you can stay at a value all the way up to a deluxe at a really good rate. Well, speaking of uh, traveling and everything and group rates, it's a lot of good reasons. What are some other reasons to kind of convince some runners who, uh, or maybe non-runners, that, that the Disney, run Disney events are perfect? You know, maybe it's not going for a PR. Mention kind of the fun things. You have the mile markers. Uh, even costumes, people who don't take it as seriously. So what are some of the reasons why people should do a run Disney event? At least at least maybe once, bucket list it. Well, definitely like what you said, you have the entertainment, the characters, the chance to run through the theme parks, you know, at a whole different time of the day than, than anybody else is there. And uh, I'm not a person that likes to stop for the characters, because I don't, if I'm stop, I don't know if I'm going to start again. So I just keep going. But I always stop, like Doug said earlier, you, I stop and take a picture in front of the castle because that's just pretty special to run through there. You know, the other couple other things that um, I like is, is, you know, I have met so many incredibly nice people um, through my Run Disney experiences. Um, I even met the owner of the, the travel company that I'm fili- affiliated with through Run Disney events. So I've um, been rewarded by my experiences in more ways than just the running. Yeah, I think Disney also does a great job of just organization. I've done some other races where it's just kind of mass chaos, getting into corrals and starting, where Disney has it like down to a science like, you better have that right corral letter on your bib or you are not getting into that corral. Um, where other races, there's people hopping over fences and all kinds of craziness. But uh, Disney is really good at organizing people. And uh, you would never know that there's possibly 20,000 people running with you. Except when you, like, stick your phone up and look backwards over the mob. There is also uh, the fact that their uh, pace per mile is, is pretty lenient at 16 minutes per mile. So that's a good incentive, too, for a beginner to, you know, they can do a run-walk. They don't have to just completely run it. Um, so, you know, it's a, it's a good beginner race. Yep, there was a lot of walking in my last two races. A lot of walking. Not by you, by people you ran past, right? Mm, no. <laughs> no, by, by me. Definitely by me. It's that too late at night at the parks the night before. <laughs> yep, that's it. That's all that. <laughs> that was the only problem. Well, what I'm really starting to love, and the reason why I've put it on my bucket list, is because of all the IPs that Disney has acquired over the last few years. And with those, they've added Star Wars, uh, both light and dark side at either parks. And now we have the Marvel run Disney events. So are some of these kind of, you're starting to see kind of a boost with more people wanting to dress up and maybe make running a little bit more fun, getting to do their, uh, you know, favorite Marvel character while they run. What'd you say, Doug? You saw a guy with Thor's hammer running or uh, just people are having fun with it, it seems like. You know, there's all kinds of Jedis running around at the Star Wars races. There is some, the 10K has way better costumes than the half. I will say that. The costumes are a lot better for the 10K. Um I saw somebody dressed as Soli Chewbacca, you know, head-to-toe furry Soli suit that had Chewbacca stuff on was one of the entertaining ones I saw out at Disneyland. I think Disney World probably has the better costumes 
for the people, like just looking around. The people are a little more into it. I think there's more non-locals at World. So if you're going to fly from somewhere and like devote time, money, effort to this race, you're a little more likely to go all out and dress up. Um, when we did the Princess, I ran as Olaf, which was basically a white t-shirt with you know, some cold buttons sewn on and white shorts and a hat with a carrot nose and eyes and, you know, a pipe cleaner for a stick. But, uh, so that was early in the frozen craze. So I got a lot of, a lot of fans yelling Olaf and I had offers for warm hugs. Not sure I wanted <laughs> them all, but that happened. So Donna, what do you think of all the costume festivity and stuff that you see? Oh, I agree. I think you see more of them in the 5K and the 10K, which, you know, it just makes sense because, you know, you can probably make it three miles or 6.2 in a costume, whereas you're not going to want to do that for 13 miles because you see people peeling off their costumes in those longer races, especially if they're heavy. Um, I've seen just a whole bunch of things. Wine and Dine, uh, one that's always stood out was they dressed up as a chef and they had ratatouille in uh, their their, pot, their pocket. Um, that's and a then, good one. Uh, yeah, and then um, yeah, I, one of them had dressed up. They had purple balloons all over them. They were like a, a bunch of grapes. How in the world he ran like that? I don't know. But uh, yeah, a lot of different things. So it's a lot of fun. That's what I like about it. It's not all about the PRs. It's about kind of enjoying your time while running because who really does enjoy all that time with running? Doug, I know you do. It, yeah, it goes by pretty quick, um, usually. It's like, hey, we're yeah. already to this mile. And, you know, it kind of always feels like you're going downhill unless you're going uphill. And it helps to run with friends. Mm, that's yeah, that that is a big one. We met up with several different friends on our last weekend. Um doing run Disney. So that definitely makes it easier. Is there any kind of race you kind of wish they would add? I know now that they have all the IPs, anything maybe on the horizon you'd love to see Disney do. Well, I really don't have any favorites as far as new races, you know, with a, like a specific theme. I'm a classic Disney person. So I like the, the Mickey and the Minnie and those, but I wish they would bring back another nighttime race. Uh, I really enjoyed the wine and dine when it was at night. I never got a chance to do the Tower of Terror 10 miler, but I would have loved to have done that. Or even uh, the Expedition Everest um, that it was um, just a 5K, but you also had an obstacle course that you went through and you did kind of a, a scavenger hunt with it. Uh, something like that. I wish they'd bring back and, and, and do it, maybe theme it a little differently. But Yeah, the uh, Expedition Everest one is what I kind of wish they would do something like where there, you had to solve puzzles to kind of know where your next step was. And some people may end up running 10 miles, some people only 5 miles, something like that. I think that would be a lot of fun with my kids when they're old enough to do one where you have to think a little bit. And it's more than just running. Um, even if it is just 3 to 5 miles but have something a little more. Um, I think it'd also be cool. I'm See how they added Paris? I know that was a huge hit. A lot of American runners went over to do it, and I think they were a little overwhelmed in year one. I think year two will be better, but if that's a success and year two can translate real positively for them, maybe we'll see something in Tokyo or Shanghai, um, you know, somewhere the other direction. That might be the way it, it could go. I think since they already have the Marvel and they already have the Star Wars, 
Um, a Pixar only race would be like the next thing, but I don't. It gets there's enough Pixar already in all the other races. I don't see that happening. Well, Donna, what about uh, you being a uh, travel planner, Disney travel planner? What are some of the tips for your clients who are going to a run Disney event at either park that you like to give, uh, especially before they go? Well, I I really liked for them to. Um, reach out like on Facebook, join a, or join a, a running team. I'm a member of the WDW radio running team, uh, have been since, you know, after, right after my first race in 2010, um, we raise money for, um, make a wish foundation. And we've actually met some of the, the, uh, recipients of our, our project, uh, at one of the race weekends. So reach out to other people, uh, find there's gobs of Facebook, uh, run Disney or, you know, uh, pages that you can get involved with meet people so that when you come to the world or to Disneyland, you've actually been in contact with them. Um, I also, you know, tell them, you know, tr- don't try to do all everything at the parks, you know, come in a day early, uh, so that you, in case you have a flight delay or something that you're there one well, actually, two days. Come in two days mm-hmm. prior to your race because one year I was down there for January's um, WDW uh, uh, Walt Disney World race weekend. Th- there was all those uh, storms in the east where they canceled all the flights and people were coming in. They Some of them even missed the 5K of the Dopey weekend, and, but they let them go ahead and, and, and finish it and stuff. So always allow enough time to get there. Um, stay on site. That's another, you know, just because of the logistics of getting to the race starts and away and to the expo and stuff. Um, and just enjoy the experience. It's fun. You'll have a great time. Um, one thing we never mentioned was the, uh, kids races that go on. They're kind of over at Disney world. They're kind of in conjunction with the expo over at the ESPN, why will the sports and our kids have done those once. And then they said, yeah, we're good. But uh, they they did those. Um, they're mad, though, now because they used to just get, like, a rubber metal, which my son very quickly pointed out, this is not a metal. It's rubber. So now they actually get metal medals. So the kids' races are fun. They have different length races for different ages. But the Mickey Mile is the big one. Have, have you, you ever had kids participate in those? No, I haven't. Uh, but I do have four grandkids now, and the oldest one just turned six. Okay. And so I'm looking probably in for a princess race for her to start out. So yeah. won't be next year, but the year after that. And we'll start with the 5K. She's already ran a 5K with me, so mm. we'll uh, we'll do that. And then I have a grandson in Idaho that's four, and and I'm kind of looking at one of the superheroes races out at Disneyland for him. So. Yeah, yeah we were I'm looking forward to it. We were at Disneyland uh, for the beginning of the Avengers weekends a couple years ago, and the the kids race was Ant Man themed, and my son was really mad we did not sign him up for it, even though when we <laughs> asked him months prior, he was like, "Eh, I'm good." But yeah. if you don't sign up in advance, you you are out of luck. Um, typically, how far in advance do races open, and you need to sign up? Oh gosh, I, you, I it mean, varies, right? Yeah, it varies, and I mean, there, I think there's a few races right now that they're kind of held off on, 
as, yeah. as far as opening them. Uh, uh, of course, I can remember when I first started, you could sign up, you know, a month or two months ahead of time. Uh, when my husband did the Walt Disney World half with me in January, he didn't sign up for it until after I finished the Wine and Dine in October of that year. Oh. So you just, and it's just crazy the way it, it is now. I mean, if you're not there the day it opens, you may not get in. Yeah, I'd say right now the 10Ks and the challenges fill up first. Um, the last thing to fill up, which you may have like a little bit of leeway to sign up for, are the half marathons. That sound pretty accurate? Um, that, yeah. Goofy and, and some of the longer runs, I think, take a little longer, but... Unless okay. it's an yeah, anniversary the, year. An anniversary yeah. year, then people really go for them. Yeah, because they get a special medal. And, you know, we mentioned special medals earlier. You're, uh, um, did I see what shirt you're wearing right now? Are you wearing a coast-to-coast oh. -coast I am wearing a coast-to-coast -coast so shirt. So <laughs> what is a coast-to-coast -coast medal? A coast-to-coast -coast medal. You have to do a half marathon or longer in the same calendar year both in Walt Disney World and Disneyland. And uh, I did that in 2012 when I did the Goofy. Uh, and then I did it, uh, Disneyland half at Disneyland. And then I did it again uh, when I did the Dopey. So I did coast to coast both those years. So, you were But right. if you do Princess and Tink, you get a pink coast to coast medal. So, you know, that bling is just kind of calling me. So Yeah. So you are a three-time coast to coaster. I'm a two-time coast-to-coaster. Two-time? Two oh, I just okay. can't listen very well. Okay. Um, and uh, so, yes, you get the special one if you do Tink and Princess. And then if you do the Star Wars Light Side and Dark Side in the same calendar year, you get the Kessel Run medal as well. So that was one that I got this last year, extra special. And then they sold me another T-shirt and another <laughs> pin. It's like they know how to take my money. Mm -hmm. Well, and you can't forget, you know, there's the, the castle to Chateau and you do uh, one uh, here in the United States and then one uh, over in Paris and then you'll uh, get an extra medal there too. I'm going to need that, I guess. I should I get on the ball. Yeah, start training now. <sighs> it's not about training. It's about registering. Registering. That's yep. the hard part. Once you re once you register, you, it gives you at least, at least when you, do, you have that long to register, it gives you plenty of time to train. Yes. Yes, but nowadays the stress of registering and thinking if you're going to get in or not is more worrisome than actually doing the race. Well, that's a really good tip. So always be on the ball. Know when times are coming up so you can get on the website and register as soon as possible. Definitely. All right. Well, I think that's all we got for the Run Disney side of it. I know with every guest on it, we love to have a lightning round, which will be led by Doug. And these are just quick questions that we ask all of our guests, uh, some of their favorite stuff throughout Disney. Not just Run Disney anymore. This is everything all around the parks, the movies, and everything. So, Doug, love you. Take it away for our Rope Drop Radio lightning round of favorite Disney stuff. All right, Donna, are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. And we may have secondary questions after your answers. It just depends. All right. This is your favorite Disney, not run Disney, any kind of Disney. All right. Character. You know, I'm tried and true classic. It's got to be Mickey Mouse. It all started with all Mickey. Started. That's a good one. All, all right. right. Um, favorite Disney movie. 
I like The Lion King. I just like the theme of it. It's got, you know, the it's got an underlying message, and I like that. So it's good for adults and kids. All right. Favorite Disney resort? Well, I love going to the pool and hanging out, so my favorite resorts are a tie. It's the Beach Club and the Polynesian because they both have fantastic pools. So which pool do you like better, though? One has to one-up the other. It depends on if it's an adult or if the grandkids are with me. Ah, oh, there you go. If the if the grandkids are with me, I like the Polynesian the best because I've got little grandkids, and oh, so they have that really nice. Well, that's that doesn't really worry okay. me as much, I'm but I, that. It, yeah, it's it's mostly just the fact that they have that play area that's kind of oh, a splash okay. pad for little kids, but it's right by the main pool, so mm-hmm. yeah, you can keep an eye on both of them. And you can see the the castle over in the distance if you're laying at just the right spot. Now, the beach club, though, has got the lazy river. It's got the really nice slide on the other side. But you do have to stay with the kids. But I'm going to go down the slides, too, so it's no big deal. All right. All right. Favorite park? Uh, Classic again, the Magic Kingdom, you know, the original. So. All right. Well, we'll keep it classic here. What's your favorite classic attraction? Um. That was a hard one because there's so many really good ones that, you know, uh, Walt kind of had a hand in yet. Um, Pirates of the Caribbean is my favorite, though. And I like the Disneyland version better than the Walt Disney World. All right. Favorite modern attraction? Tower of Terror. All right. Favorite Disney cruise ship? I like the classic ships. I like the magic and the wonder. I like the other two, but... You know, they're just, I like the little bit more intimate size of the, the classics. Okay. Favorite Disney restaurant? That one was tough because there's so many good ones. And now with Disney Springs opening up all these new restaurants and stuff to try, I had a hard time with that one. Um, you can pick two if you have to. Just two? <laughs> or three. Or four. Uh, or five. I, we like food. I like uh, La Cellier because I like the steak. We raise beef cattle on our farm here in California, Missouri. So, you know, I like a good steak. Um, I liked Chef Art Smith's homecoming at Disney Springs. Uh, great fried chicken. And I like Sanaa at Animal Kingdom. Okay, that's a pretty solid list. I'm hungry now. All right. Now, a little non-Disney. Favorite non-Disney vacation. Gosh, there's something other than Disney? <laughs> yeah, it, it turns out there are, but, you know, questionable. Oh, yeah. But. Oh, no, I know. There are. They're great. There are lots of great places to go and see. Um, my favorite was a river cruise in Europe. That is the way to see Europe is on a river cruise. Yes, and I, I listened to you talk about that on a different <laughs> podcast, and, yes, that is on the uh, the list for us as well. So that wraps up the lightning round. Um, any last little advice for Run Disney that you we maybe failed to get out there in our, our little chat? Um, you know, just don't don't be afraid to take a chance. Uh, it, you know, sign up, go have a great time, and and just just do it. All right. So Donna, why don't you go ahead and tell everybody how they can find you, what you can do, just give a little spiel. Okay, well, if anybody is looking for a vacation anywhere in the world, not just Disney, but if you're looking for a run Disney event, 
the company that I'm affiliated with, as well as Doug's wife, Michelle, is MEI Travel and Mouse Fan Travel. And we have great group rates uh, for the hotels at Disney World. Uh, but we can hook you up at Disneyland, too. And, you know, they can reach me uh, by phone. It's 573-690-5962. Or by email, and it's Donna period Milligan at mei-travel.com or they can just go to the mousefan.com website click on about us meet our team and scroll down and see my picture and there'll be a direct link to it so awesome yeah thank you so much for joining us today on rope drop radio and letting us know a little bit more about all the run disney events has been really great definitely has given me the bug to think about going out and running after this. I probably won't, but at least I, I thought about it. <laughs> Contemplation. Yes. Uh, you know, it, the first the, the first step out the door is the hardest one, Derek. So you can do it. Sounds, I did do a half marathon before. I do want to do a, a Disney one. Uh, I think my wife and I are planning on doing our first one here in a few years. Uh, we want our little ones to be a little bit bigger because I do like the fact that they have kids races as well. And I'd love to see my kids do one of the Mickey miles and stuff like that. So we'll be there and, and we'll, we'll rejoin again for another episode. And I can tell you uh, how I survived it. And of course I will dress up. That will be the one thing I know I'll do. Well, thank you all. Oh, it, it all it depends. Sorry. Sorry. It all depends. It depends on what race we're doing. If it's a Star Wars race, I'll be I'll be something in there. Who knows what the next few movies will bring out? But I'll be I'll be something fun. That's for sure. But uh, definitely, thank you, Donna, for being a part of the, the show. Uh, we look forward to uh, following you and seeing what more races that you do. And feel free to come back on any time and let us know about any events you've done and anything else that uh, you'd like to let us know more about. Well, thank you, Derek and Doug, for having me. I really appreciated the chance to talk about Run Disney. And if you have any questions about Run Disney, feel free to give Doug and I a message or an email, and we would love to answer them. Doug has plenty of experience, and if not, we have Donna we can always ask questions to, and of course, Michelle, uh, the sponsor, who loves talking Run Disney also. So if you have anything you want to know more about, please let us know. Also, feel free to go on to Facebook, give us a like, and follow us on Twitter. Please subscribe and give us reviews. we got a couple more this week. Thank you so much for those. But that is about all the time we have left for this week's edition of Rope Drop Radio. And thank you again for making us a part of your day.